I don't remember why. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I think it was just so I wouldn't like lose these notes, which <laughs> is not necessary because all I had to do was click new note. When I started, so when I was at Active Campaign, oh, probably shouldn't have said the company I worked for, but too late. Uh, you can bleep it out. I guess I could. Uh, in any case, when I started working, uh, we were working on the system and trying to like do some shit so that we could uh, test out like some search functionality. So, uh, Bo and I decided to type in fart note as the search, and it worked, which was great, um, but then three weeks later, I was doing a demo, and I showed the notes capability, and it just said, fart note, and the guy on the other side of this was like, does that say fart note? And I'm like, uh, yep, I got a weird sense of humor, <laughs> sorry about that. I was, uh, That's I was, embarrassing. I was filming at a, in a company downtown, uh, and like, I was just acting, so I was just kind of like waiting in between while they're setting stuff up. And the way that they had all the little conference rooms, they had iPads connected to it that were just like right. set up to like a meeting sort of thing. Yep. And I clicked on it, and I was like, oh, shit, you can do it. So you can set up meetings. So I set up a meeting for like at that point for the rest of the day in one of the conference rooms. And it was like, what is the, the meaning of this meeting? And I was like, just pooping. <laughs> and I left it there for like an hour and then i was like i gotta get rid of this and i, del- I deleted it someone's gonna find <laughs> but this. that apparently you can look at it like online too so that means and i was talking to one of the people that worked there he's like there's actually a chance that someone like <laughs> somebody looked at l- it. went online because they were gonna set up a meeting for some other day and they're oh, like oh fuck. why is this one i can't do it somebody's <laughs> taking <pooping>. all day <laughs> oh someone's Damn just it. pooping somebody's just pooping all day well that and sucks. i didn't put a g i just put pooping pooping yeah it's the only way to do it just, just pooping, pooping. Uh, that might be the uh, name of the episode. <laughs> just just pooping. pooping. Or <laughs> just hooping. Just, um, welcome back, y'all. This is NBA, the podcast where we today are literally talking about shit um, instead of NBA shit. But mostly we we attempt to talk NBA shit. Usually we just talk a lot of shit. Uh, I'm your host, Jay Kilas, a.k.a. Jimmy, I can't believe it's not butter, uh, a.k.a. Ben and Jerry Simmons, a.k.a. Matzo Ball, nice. the most delicious ball child. Uh <laughs> Introduce yourself to the to the crowd, sir. Uh, hi, I'm Nikki Kiles, aka Wendell Carls Jr. Wow. Uh, aka David Bone Stockton. <laughs> <laughs> I screwed that up because I forgot what stock it's is supposed great. to be. It's not great. What is stock? Chicken stock. Like chicken, chicken stock. stock. So chicken Stockton is what chicken I should have said, not bone <laughs> stock. Damn it! You were thinking of bone broth. Bone broth. There you go. Second cousins. Yeah. Is there anybody in the NBA whose name is Roth or anything? Um, probably. There's got to be. Eli? Oh. Eli Roth. <laughs> the Eli Roth, the director. He's Eli Broth. Eli Broth. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, there you go. Ooh. I like that. I hear a beeping. Yeah. It's my. Oh, Jay's cooking. It's my favorite. Duh. Jay's all B and C. just going to keep on going. Uh, yeah. I, I thought something bad was happening. Sorry. Yeah, it would go off a lot louder if it was the uh, apartment burning <laughs> That's down. That's true. It would yeah. be much louder. <laughs> I want to get one of those ones. They have those ones where it's like, it's like instead of beeping, it's just like that kind of computer voice lady. And she's like, fire. Right. Fi-, or like carbon monoxide. I would love it if it was that. But if it was like, I don't know, like Bill Burr. <laughs> like, there's a fucking fire. Your fucking apartment's burning down. Get the fuck out of your house. Your what are you doing? Fire. <laughs> there's carbon monoxide in the air. Your fucking apartment is burning down. Get the fuck out. It's your Bostonian. That was my Boston accent. <laughs> Chowder, Red Sox, <laughs> apartment, burning down, <laughs> Gold Celtics, Kyrie Irving, don't care that he's black, 
Love him. Love him. For a second, I was like, whoa, but I was like, actually, that's on par for Boston, apparently. Great Black Hope. <laughs> Love me some Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Go Sox. Gonna win the pennant. Fuck the Yankees. That was pretty good. Was, not yeah, the, was not right. the worst accent I have. No, it's, I mean, we already know that I got worse ones. The so. only way that I can do a Boston accent if, is if I start by saying Chowder and Red Sox. Once I can get into that, like. So, yeah, I saw a lot of people do that. So I know the one that they say for, like, Australian uh, is you say Laserdisc, but the way that they say it is Laserdisc. Laser Which disc. actually, I said that very New Zealandy. Yeah, New, New Zealand's a little more nasal. I, and anytime I try to do Australian, I do more of a New Zealand accent, and people are like, <laughs> people. Some people said that I look like Yo, I could be Maori. That shit is offensive, bro. Not probably. Yeah, trying to pretend like you're Australian <laughs> doing a New, no New England accent. Yeah, Chowder. <laughs> I'm from Down Under. Red Sox. <laughs> I would love it if there shrimp was shrimp on a bobby. I would love it if there was Bostonians <laughs> in Australia. Yo. I love that. I want a, like a, a Australian Bostonian hybrid. <laughs> Chowder down under. <laughs> Chow- <laughs> I, all I want to say is crikey, you chowder head. Crikey, we got to watch the Red Sox game at fucking <laughs> 9 a.m. on a <laughs> on a Monday. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, that, that was not a bad, bad Australian. <laughs> that's not a bad Australian. That's a pretty good Australian Red Sox fan. Wow, that's not a bad Australian. Let me let me tell you something about Pesky's pole. <laughs> that, was, that was worse. That's not worse. A, that's not a more like uh, Sean Connery. Sean let Connery. Me, let me tell you more a little about. Uh, let me see. <clears throat> <clears throat> Shake and not stir. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> it's like he's in the room. I know. Shit. Wow. God, that was good. Wild. That was incredible. <laughs> uh, we should probably start talking about some basketball, huh? Yeah, we could. Uh, <laughs> or we could do more impressions. <laughs> do an impression of uh, of Scotty Pippen. <laughs> Tyler Hansborough. <laughs> Hansborough. Hansborough. That's the only one I know. Or uh, is it Wilson Chandler, right? They played for the Bobcats. Wilson Chandler? No. Right. Gerald Wallace is. Gerald Wallace. I'm sorry. Why don't I think of Wilson Chandler? Because Gerald Wallace is the one who's got real deep voice. Oh, he's got a deep ass voice. I, I saw a thing where they uh, just um, slowed down Gerald Wallace's <laughs> voice. It just sounded like a dindry do. He he, yeah. He, I played for the Nets yeah. back in the day in the Celtics. I yeah. Know about they were just like, what do you think about that game? And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. That's not good. Uh, what else? Uh, what about Al Pacino? <laughs> She's got a great ass. Great ass. <laughs> There's a difference between winning and losing. <laughs> that, was, that was a that bit. Was uh, um, uh, what's his name? The Affleck duck. Who I can't think of his real name. All of a sudden, Jeff. No, Brian. <laughs> the guy who does the Affleck duck. Oh, Gilbert Gottfried? Yeah, there you go. That was a bit <laughs> Godfrey. Although he got... He got canned. He got canned, yeah. he made a bad 9-11 tsunami joke. joke. 9-11. No, he made a tsunami joke that got him in trouble. I'm pretty sure it was a 9-11 joke. But it was way after 9-11. I don't think so. No, I think it was like immediately after 9-11 and they let him go. Oh, I thought it was because of that tsunami that happened. I don't think so. Well, anyways, he made a bad joke about a about a tragedy. A joke that was just a little too soon. Yeah. A little too soon. And And also not good enough. Well, yeah, probably not. I don't think probably it was not. probably that funny. Even if it was funny, it's just sometimes the timing is just uh, yeah. You got to be perfect with that shit. Um, well, let's get into some basketball talk, Nikki. Let's do um, it. And for the listeners, sorry we weren't here last week. It's the off season, and frankly, 
there's not a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, we pulled two weeks worth of content for today's episode, um, and we hope you enjoy it. But last week, um, some new NCAA uh, rulings came down. Uh, we talked about a little bit before this podcast started. Mm-hmm. So for the listeners who are unfamiliar with the rule changes, I'll just read out the major ones. So number one is, and I thought this one was cool. I didn't even realize this one. This one kind of was under the radar, is uh, the new rules actually offer extended scholarships. So what that means is if I am a one-and-done player and I go to the NBA and I leave early, but I decide that I'd like to return back to, oh, I don't know, let's say Duke, for example, uh, Duke has to honor my scholarship while I finish my classes uh, towards my degree. Wow, which is pretty cool. So does that mean, let's say, like you get you get the scholarship, you go, you play twenty one seasons in the NBA, and then you come back to get a degree? They got to honor that degree. Correct. Damn, that's wild. Correct. Ooh, I hope every Dukey does that. Correct. So now, <laughs> so talking about poop again. <laughs> uh, just pooping. Even when we're talking Dukey, we're still just, talking poopy. Just pooping and hooping. Talking Dukey and poopy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that might be the name of the episode. Dookie and poop, dookies and poopies. Uh, God, we're so immature. Yep. Uh, rule number two, and this is a big one. Um, high school players can now have agent representation. Now there is a caveat with that. The caveat is that they have to be labeled as an elite. Uh, player by USA Basketball, which we'll talk about that here in a second and why that's controversial. Uh, and the last one, which arguably is my favorite one, is. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It's agent representation for high school players and for college players. They all have to be identified as elite talent uh, okay. by USA Basketball. Um, and then in the college rankings, they have to be identified as elite talent under like an undergraduate advisory committee, mm-hmm. which I love because then it's like, yo, you are an elite talent. You're probably going to be in the NBA at the end of the season. Go get your agent. Um, and then the last one, which is my favorite by far, is now... Um, players that enter the NBA draft but are not drafted are eligible to return back to the college that they once That's came the best from, one for sure. Which is by far the best because it was always a risk for a lot of these kids to leave college early mm-hmm. to try and get drafted. And if they didn't get drafted, they were just fucking SOL. Yeah. Like, it's over. Most of them would go play in, like, a they league, like, in They would go like play in, in Europe, Europe or some shit yeah. like that. Yeah, or make, maybe try the D League out for a little yeah. bit. But, you know, now they have an option to go back to school, get their stock up a little bit more. Um, yeah, and try their hand at it again, which I love, frankly. Um, but there's, and now, so I guess, what was your initial reactions when you heard of the new rule changes? I, I felt happy. I thought I actually was surprised at how good of a job the NCAA did on them. Um, because also very similar around the time that they released those new things, the Oscars released like a couple new things that they're going to be doing and they were shit. So when I heard about NCAA was going to be releasing stuff, I was like, ooh, let's see how bad it is compared to the Oscar. And they, they did so much better. Which, yeah, because usually they're pretty bad. Yeah. There are some caveats here, just like some some holes to be poked. Yeah. Um, so, for example, the high school players that get representation or a lot of representation, that only applies if you're a USA basketball high school player. Yeah. What if you're Ben Simmons? What if you're R.J. Barrett, who's from Canada? Yeah, I guess that's true. Not in USA Basketball, because they're not from the USA, but they are elite talents. Yeah, it, I wonder if they have anything for international. I, I wonder if they weren't worried about that, because most international people don't come to play college ball a in lot the States. Do, though. It's definitely no, a lot do, especially now. More yeah. more common. Joel Embiid, uh, Anis Cantor. The guy that the Lakers just picked up. 
Mo Wagner. Who's, yep, that's his name. You know, it just the list goes on and on of all these, especially like Canadian guys too. Especially like yeah. the last couple, Jamal Murray, Tristan Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, like yeah. all these guys coming from Canada. Um, yeah, it's just increasing. Um, it's just becoming more and more common. So that was one um, with the. Um, what was the one I was gonna say? Also, what is considered elite? What are the, what is the parameters? That's the other for thing. And it, I think the the elite rating is still being uh, determined. Yeah, but it's like you know, top probably top twenty five of the top one hundred high school players, and okay. then the elite players in college basketball. Here is the issue I have with the elite players in college basketball: is you can have a guy like Buddy Heald who is a virtually unknown player have a, an amazing season and then all of a sudden is like elite yeah. and that committee wouldn't know that going into the season so now that guy has a disadvantage going into like getting an agent and like having the opportunity yeah. to actually hire somebody to start their process of you know transitioning to the nba yeah um the returning back to like the eligibility thing i love yeah, that. that's the best that one and um, I, I i didn't even know about the you can keep your scholarship thing that's great yeah which that one's great specifically for those because like for the nba guys it is what it is right like they're yeah they don't need their scholarship now they could pay for their own education yeah. but for the guys that don't make it to the nba or like yeah, the, exactly. the basketball journeymen who are like yeah they made it to the nba but they were like on minimum contracts or they played in europe um you know those guys could really benefit from having the opportunity to go back to school and get their education yeah. um on a scholarship that they were initially um you know promised now this does put a little bit of a it puts a lot of these colleges in a tough spot where like, you know, as far as recruiting is concerned, you have your budget and you know, like, okay, I'm going to give scholarships to all these guys. Some of them might still take advantage of it. So that cuts away from some of my money. Plus if you're a sophomore and you, um, and you go into the NBA draft and, and you, don't you don't get, get drafted, drafted, my recruiting class is meant to replace you. Yeah. Now you come back and you fuck all my plans up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, there's a little bit of that, that involved. I get how that would be weird, but um, I don't know. I, I th- so much shit happens that kind of screws these kids over all the time. So I'm just happy to see something that's sort of in the direction of helping these kids. You know, I, I that's how I feel. I I get it that it sucks for the college, but I also, I it, you're a multi million dollar corporation. You'll survive. Yeah. And you know these these rules are it, coming. And these th- these rules aren't going to affect like smaller schools. No, as, no, no, as no. much, not like, nearly as much, because <clears throat> they're not going to give away <laughs> as much scholarship. They're not going to have as many people that they're going to worry about. Yeah, and these rules are coming on the heels of the NBA saying that they're going to start the high school one and done. Yet. Well, or not one and done, eliminate, eliminate one, one done. done. Yeah, so like letting high school players come back in the draft. Which so if we just talk about it right now, could you imagine if uh, Zion Williams was just fucking thrown in right now? I don't know that he's a high draft pick in this year's draft. Or no. last year's draft. Definitely not last year's draft. Oh, I guess that's true. He would be he would have been in last, last year's, year's draft. draft. Yeah, he probably would have been be. super late in the draft. He, this hey, the year. Bulls probably could have gone. <laughs> no, uh, not that no. late. No, he would have gone later than that. I you think really he would have gone probably in the, in the second 20s. round or something. I think he would have gone in the 20s. That's what I was saying, because we had the 26th pick or something like that, or 23rd. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't I don't love Zion Williamson as a prospect. Right, I, I just don't see how he translates to the NBA. He's, he's been fun to watch. He can't shoot for shit, and he's small. He's only 6'6". I mean, he was hitting on them all uh, in a college game. In these games that he's been doing. No, nah, he's playing Ryerson College. Ryerson is where the starters went to school. Shout out to the starters. <laughs> like, that's not a, like, that is not a, a, an athletic school. Yeah. 
People I mean, but he still has to hit them threes. True. Um, I think he was like four or five or so, four for five or something like that in the last game. Yeah, we'll see. I don't so. see a transitioning. Like he's he's not known for his uh, his touch. He's yeah, known for his power and his athleticism. Yeah. Um, another story that came out this week: our boy Joe Noah, um, who many think has signed the worst contract in NBA history. I think he's played a total of 18 games since he signed with the Knicks. Yeah. Uh, the Knicks have made a report this week that they plan on releasing him uh, on, on September 1st and letting him go into free agency. So they're just going to, they're going to buy him out um, for the last, I think two years of his contract. I think he signed okay. a four year, $44 million contract. Um, and he's going to touch the free agent market. And Tom Thibodeau is going to come in and swoop him up. That's what a lot of people are saying. Most people think that if Thibodeau does that, he's probably going to lose that job. Yeah. Because um, you just can't do that. You just can't. It's just not. It's an irresponsible. It's a very dumb decision. Um. So all signs are pointing to like, I've been like, I follow him on Instagram and like, I've been li- reading a lot of reports. He's working out. He's in better. Yeah. Sh- he's in really good shape. Um. And it seems like he's really trying to make a comeback. Uh, it's just things didn't go well with the Knicks. He had a lot of problems with Jeff Hornacek. He had problems with other coaches. An injury. Yeah, and the injuries have hurt him since he left the Bulls. Um, from your perspective, if if Joe Q. Noah goes into the open market, could you see him signing with another team, or is this the end of Joe Q. Noah as we know it? Um, I I because he's not he's not healthy. No, like nobody knows when he'll come back. No one's gonna pay money for a guy that they don't even know if he's gonna come back. What's crazy is like, dude, four years ago he finished fourth in the MVP voting and won Defensive Player of the Year. That was only four years ago. Yeah, it was amazing, but he got hurt. Yeah, sadly, that's the sentence you can say for most of the Bulls players in the like 2010s. I would love to see him the early like, 2010s. I would love to see him join a contender for a season, then come back to the Bulls for one like. Farewell tour. On. One farewell tour. Yeah. Come in and, and mentor Wendell Carter and Laurie and the young guys and then just off into the sunset. Yeah. And then um, the same thing with like Luol Deng. Luol Deng ain't coming back. Oh, I know. He's, uh, yeah, I guess the Bulls almost killed him. So I guess. Yeah, he ain't coming back here. Yeah, he probably wouldn't he come, come back, back here. here. <laughs> also, I don't think they'd, like, we uh, we love Luol Deng, but I don't know that Luol Deng has that type of clout. Like, Joakim Noah has that type of clout. Like he yeah. is, he was Chicago. He's still very much involved in Chicago. He yeah. loves Chicago. He's still got you know Noah's Ark here, the foundation to mm-hmm. you know end gun violence and things like that. Um, is this the worst contract in NBA history? I mean, Luol Deng's might be as well. His is bad. Chandler Parsons is really bad. Chandler Parsons is so bad. His I keep really forgetting bad. about that one. There's been other ones. Um, I think like half of Portland's contracts are terrible i don't know if they're as bad as these but they're definitely not good there's been some in the past like that weren't worth as much money but it's all based on the market at the time Mm -hmm. right so like i think i think if i heard correctly i was listening to a podcast they were saying oh mozgoff's timothy mozgoff's contract was really bad um who else who else omar ashik's contract was oh yeah that was a bad Forgot contract. About that one. There's been a lot, but this one, this one's definitely a lot, a lot of ex Bulls players with terrible <laughs> yeah. contracts. This one's bad. Like this one's yeah. really bad. They paid him a lot of money to play 18 games, and he's just like out in the rainforest, growing his hair <laughs> out, turning his beard blonde, and doing all sorts of drugs. <laughs> yeah, I would have to probably. Uh, I love Joe Quinoa. I hope this isn't the end of him because he was so much fun to watch. Oh, he was the best. I hope he can come back and play for a team. I don't really want him to play for Tibbs, if I'm being honest. I don't either. Like, I would love to see him go to Philly or go to Boston or maybe even 
I don't know, the Wizards? How would you feel if Golden State picked him up? Yeah, that would hurt a little bit. Yeah. That would hurt a little bit. I wouldn't <laughs> hate it. Would be very I want I want him to get a ring. Yeah, I think it'd be great for him. I wonder how he'd do in 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 uh in Houston. He can't really run much anymore. Nope. Um I'm surprised. Uh, I maybe they sign him in Phoenix, have him like I think uh, they have enough money Aiden. to uh, offer him the minimum uh the Lakers. Oh, I'm sure they do. And Honestly, <laughs> that wouldn't be crazy. Still one year. Just like him playing with Joakim. Like, LeBron said the same thing about Stevenson, uh, Lance Stevenson, where he was like, I like guys who play hard. Like, I don't care if we yeah. had shit in the past. Like, Rondo, Lance Stevenson, you guys play hard. Like, I want to play with dudes that play hard. I don't care if you wear watches on your ankles, Beasley, don't you matter, know, dude. you play hard. Come play with me. Come play with me. Yeah. Um, I, I really hope this isn't the end of Joakim Noah, but... Uh, me too. I like him too much. It's definitely seeming that way. Um, So... The we talked about the Rockets here for a second, so what better way than a segue now? Uh, Melo has officially signed a one-year veterans minimum to play for the Houston Rockets this season. Um, I have to say there wasn't a; it was kind of like a under the radar announcement. Yeah, it just kind of like went out. It was and that was it. It was also coupled with he will most likely come off the bench. Which is the other thing. It's like now mark. he's like maybe going to come off the bench, maybe not going to come off the bench. He says he's open to it now. And yeah. it's just like, what is I, going on? I think what happened was Chris Paul was like, welcome to the team. If your ass don't shut the fuck up and come off the bench, I'm going to smack the shit out of you. You are not ruining these championship chances for me. Yeah, I just I don't see how that experiment goes well. I just don't. He mm-hmm. He gives them nothing defensively. And they have enough offense. It didn't work last year when he had, you know, this, like, isolation basketball yeah. type of program and, and system going on around him. Which they have that at in Houston, but the isolation guys are specifically Chris Paul and uh, James Harden and maybe every once in a while Eric Gordon. But uh, it's, yeah. most, it's mostly, it's mostly just the other two. So let me ask you a question because this is something that somebody asked on a podcast I was listening to the other day and I was thinking, like, oh, you know what, this is a good point. Has the window for the Houston Rockets closed? I don't think it's closed. Um, because I think even if this year doesn't go well, the, it's a lot of one-year contracts. They can get rid of those, add something different, and then maybe go again next year. I'm thinking more so about like this the construct of their team. Like They brought back Capella, which is great. Yeah. It was a it was like an amicably great deal. It was a $90 million four-year deal. He got the years he wanted, not quite the money. They got him back for I mean, long he term. He got it close to what For he something that you know they could fathom. Uh, Chris Paul's coming off of an injury. And he's he loosed, signed for another four years. Right, and you give, you give him a big-ass contract. Yeah. He's coming off a hamstring injury. And, you know, historically speaking, small guards don't age well. They yeah. just don't. I, I, guess, I, I guess the way that they have it is... Because is James Harden's also got four years left or something? I know he signed the extension last year, so I think it was like a five-year. So he might be five-year. Right okay, because I was going to say, because it, it is like that um, for the the Trailblazers. I think they have like all of their main pieces all come off contract at the exact same time. Yeah, which and is not I ideal. Think, you don't want that to be the case. Yeah, I know. But I was just saying, like, I think that's like if both the Trailblazers and the Rockets, they're like, so the Rockets in four years, if they don't make it, then they should just blow it up. Well, what I'm saying more specifically is like they lost Trevor Ariza. Yeah. They, lock, they lost Luka Mbamute, which were two key, key players on their guys. roster last year. Yeah. Um, they're worse defensively now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would assume based on those losses. You bring in Carmelo Anthony, who's going to need his shots. You're not sure if he's coming off the bench or not. Chris Paul's coming off an injury. It just feels like last year was their opportunity in game seven. And I think I think it might be closing. I don't know if it's closed, 
But I think it might be closing. Yeah, I, I think I don't think it's fully closed. Uh, but like I said, I think if not this year or next year, then yeah, done. Yeah, it does. It just I don't I, I don't, don't see it lasting long because time. isn't isn't uh Chris Paul gonna be like thirty six or something like that by the time that contract's out? I think you're right. Yeah. So like, he he's gonna be he's getting old. Yeah, I it's just um he's getting old for the NBA, not for in real life. Yeah, and like the type of guard that he is, he's a small guard who like. In his early days, was very physical and very athletic. He's, he's yeah. just breaking out. It's, it's a natural thing. Yep. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's uh the the, the signing is everybody knew it was coming, but yeah. it's just like it wasn't that, like Daryl Morey was super super high on it. Uh-huh. Um, but like when they brought Dwight Howard and there was like this big parade and they brought him in, there was all this shit. And all at that time, he was still he was you still know, a certifiable Howard. superstar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is just kind of like oh yeah, Melo signed. He's here. We'll be back next year. All right, yeah. guys. See you when the off season's over. <laughs> it was just kind of weird the way that it was handled. Yeah, I understand that. Um, so I read an article this week, um, and I wanted to have this discussion about like, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know. Sidekicks, like sidekicks, sidekicks, sidekicks in the NBA, people who are definitely the number two on their team now, and ask you if you think this person could be the number one and like really lead their team. Um, if given the opportunity. So number one, Bradley Beal. Let's just say, for example, we take Bradley Beal off the Washington Wizards. And just put him somewhere else. And we put him somewhere else. And he's, made him, he's, there, he's, he's now the a, one. He's the number one option. He's running his team. Um, I don't see him as a one. I don't I don't mean point guard, bro. I mean No, no, no. I'm saying option. he's the number one. I'm, that's what I'm saying, too. He was the number one option for Washington last year. He was way better than John Wall. I guess that's true. John Wall was kind of shit. Now, he's seen as a sidekick, but he was way better than John Wall last year. Last now, year, Now, can yeah. that guy lead a team? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think he definitely needs other people I around think, him. I think he, he's really, really good. He strikes me as really like good. a uh, Gordon Hayward. He'll get his points. Yeah, that's a good comparison. He'll get his points. Like, he'll light it up. Yeah. But I don't know that, like, he needs somebody to offset his skill set. Like, yeah. he can get his shots off the drill, but he just... Yeah, he doesn't seem to me as somebody who can like lead a team. Yeah. Um Clay Thompson. Let's take Clay Thompson off the Golden State Warriors. Does Clay Thompson have a James Harden type of rise by having his own team? Um, um I don't know if he'll if he'll dribble as the ball as much. He seems more yeah, of, he's not known to be yeah, for his dribbling. He's right? more of a Ray Allen type I'm just, of guy. I'm talking specifically yeah, yeah. about like his trajectory and like does um, does having his own team make him better? And is he the type of talent that could actually like Hold a team down. I think he can hold a team down. He's got like Reggie Miller kind of yeah. written all over him, like and somebody he, who can. He's just, also very good at defense. He's like phenomenal to play. He can, yeah, he can play both sides of the ball. So I think he'd be. I think he would be fine. I just worry about him being the number one option and also being the number one defensive stopper without the help defense around him. Yeah, like he would have to be on the right team because like it's very hard to be a two way player. To be really, really impactful, especially with a guy like him who doesn't get his shot off the dribble, he just kind of yeah. like sits and waits. Um, it, it would be interesting to see. Ultimately, when you're the number one guy, you have to be able to create your own shot. Yes, and Clay's not really known for creating no, his own not. shot. I um, mean, he's good. At, he's got some good pump fakes and oh, stuff. No question. But that someone's got to pass the ball, so yeah. he can do that. He's not known for taking people off the dribble. He pump. would need somebody that that can really get him good looks and yeah. like. Distribute and run the offense. Like he's I, not the type of I, guy who's gonna I run feel him. like him and Rajon Rondo would probably play well together. Maybe, yeah. That would be a good guy who can get him the ball. Who's yeah. good at dribbling. They can just you know pick and roll off of each other and move with each other. And you know in the in the playoffs, Rondo's very good at defense. True. Um, next up, Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton of the Milwaukee Bucks. One of the best two way players in the NBA. Averaged twenty points a game last year. 
Um, is he, the number two to Giannis is number one? Yeah, obviously, but he can he can dribble. He, I he's I got, love Chris Middleton. I think he's so underrated. He's he's really underrated. I think he's gonna be an all star this year. I well, he's we should definitely talk about that. Like, because there's not much to there choose. There aren't from. many people in the East. Like, yeah. who is going to be an all star for the Eastern? Conference uh, if you this want, year? we can talk about that right now. Don't matter. Well, after this this. Uh, section yeah well we got a couple other things you know? to talk about yeah, so let's, let's definitely talk about that yeah um yeah i don't know i like chris middleton he's just he's underrated man i mm-hmm. think i i completely agree with you i think he absolutely I think could make the all-star a, team this year he's a quiet dude on a small market team yeah. that's not he's not going to be noticed as much yeah and he's another one that like he's just he's great on both ends he's just he's had a bit of an injury history which could yeah. hurt him but ultimately yeah i uh i, I definitely want to see and what bef- a guy like that before his injury he was supposed to be the guy in milwaukee uh, but then, not really. Well, before Giannis started rising up to what he became. Well, originally it was okay. Chris Middleton's good. We just got Jabari Parker. He's yeah. gonna be the truth. And Giannis, who was already there before they drafted Jabari, Giannis has like this amazing season, and Jabari gets hurt, and then they're like, "Oh, kind of gotta go with Giannis. He's yeah. pretty amazing." Um, so yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Chris Middleton's an interesting one. I don't know that he could run. His own team, but it, it, there's a case to be made there. I yeah, I I can see him doing well though in his own team. This one's a little bit more intriguing. Um, CJ McCollum, old three J, old uh, was it? I'm trying Jessica or something like that. That on the tw- that tweet, <laughs> he's going on like a Twitter storm or something like that. And some woman was like, "You're not allowed to talk until you win a win a ring." And he was like, "I'm trying, Jessica." <laughs> her name was like, I think her name was Jessica. I don't remember her name. Also, fun fact: Portland Trailblazers. Uh, have been kicked out of the first round of the playoffs 23 times, the most in NBA history. Damn. It's wild, right? Kinda 23 first-round exits. Although they're not known for like their winning culture necessarily. No. I mean, they've, they've always been a good franchise, yeah. but the only championship they have is in 77 yeah, with, with Bill, Bill Walton. Walton yeah. So it's not like it's a winning franchise. No. Uh, they've definitely had some good periods. Like in the 90s, they were good. Yep. In the early 2000s, they were pretty I, good. I feel like they're, they've are they been good the last couple seasons. They just have, like, small, I don't know, like, little weird hiccups that end up screwing them over. Not screwing them over. They they, they play teams that are doing very well. Yeah. I So, one of the things about CJ is, like, CJ can definitely get his own – he can definitely get his own shots. Yeah. He can get his own shots. Um, he's a huge defensive liability. Oh, so much Huge so. Huge defensive liability. But also the like one, two, and three of the Bulls are all defensive right. liabilities. But th- CJ's other thing is like he can he's a he can make plays. He's a good playmaker, mm-hmm. and like he he's somebody who can just heat up and get you buckets. Like yeah. he did it in this New Orleans series. He was way better than Dame was in this New Orleans series. Yeah, and he's another one. Where it's just like maybe you give him, maybe you give him a team. You surround him with some guys that he can distribute to. A couple big guys, somebody he can like who can rim run with him. And like play the pick and roll with him because he's a great yeah. shooter. Uh, I would like to see CJ with his own team. Him and like Clint Capella would be fun because Clint Capella is in four years. I mean, he's not going to be that old. No, so. I kind of wanted to see him in Indiana with Victor Oladipo. See what those two could do because uh, Victor Oladipo is a phenomenal with defensive Clint player. Clint Capella or CJ? CJ. 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 Okay, sorry. Yeah, I wanted to that see. That would what, be fun. I, I wanted to see what those two to, to do together. I also, that CJ's might be mustache belongs in Indiana. It's true. It's fitting. That's um, an Indiana mustache. Last one. This one might be a little bit of a stretch. Uh, Jalen Brown, at his trajectory, and I know it's very early in his career, but he is, he has made some some huge leaps, and he's got a similar career arc to like 
a Paul George and a Kawhi Leonard. I don't think he'll ever be yeah. at the Kawhi Leonard level, but I yeah, can see I think him being he, at the Paul George be a, level. I can see him being a Paul George. Or even like the Jimmy Butler level. Yep, I can see um, both of those. So could Jalen Brown one day be the number one option on his own team? I think so. He's got... He's good at he's good at both sides. Uh, he can he's got he's good at you know shooting off the dribble. You can move. You can pass a little bit. And he also he's got like an intensity to him when he yeah, plays. Yeah, and he, he's also real smart on the court. He's intelligent. He plays well on both ends. He's got a, a grit and a toughness to him. And also like he was a big part of the Kawhi Leonard trade rumors. Like yeah. the Spurs really wanted him because he. He has a lot of promise, and he reminded them a lot of Kawhi in the way that he plays defense, in the way that he can get his own shots, in the way that he can take people off the dribble, um, and his athleticism. Like he's kind of got the full package. Yeah. Um, I I actually do of all these people. I think Jalen Brown's the, the the number one person on this I think list. He's pretty that yeah, could I actually he, like be the number one option. I, I think it would be him, Clay, and then CJ. I think I put it in that order. I might swap out Bradley oh. Beal for CJ, but yeah. I oh think. yeah, I forgot about Bradley. I can put Bradley Beal instead of CJ. I'm okay um, with that. So the NBA schedule was announced yeah. uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, these are always fun times because we get to talk about like who's playing who, what uh, games you want to circle on your on your calendar. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if you got a chance to look at the calendar, but um, I've, I've seen mo- not all of it. I actually have to show you the Bulls did a really cool thing for their schedule. They put the entire schedule on the CTA map. So each uh, line in Chicago, we have a bunch of different train lines, and they're all just color coded. Uh, so like uh, the first month is the purple line. That's uh, what November. Then de- uh, yeah. October. No- November. November. November is uh, the red line. December is the brown line. January is the green line. The orange line is February, and so on and so forth. That's quite a And each stop is the date and who we play, and whether it's a home, home game or away is- game. And I think I it literally, if you like bought it and printed it out, I bet you could like. The circles are big enough to put, like, if we won or a loss or each one. I like that. But you'd have to throw it away at the end of the season because <laughs> it's an old schedule at that point. Let's get some stickers. Yeah. Just keep turning around. Um, so I want to mention some games here that are, you know, big games, highlight games. Um, and you tell me which ones you're most excited for. So Sounds good. Game number one, uh, Warriors at Rockets on November 15th. That sounds like fun. Game number two, Raptors at Spurs. Yes, January third. Yes, you tell me. I'm gonna I'm gonna name off like my top five. You tell me which ones you're most excited for. Uh, that one right there is definitely top of the list for me right now. Warrior Celtics, January twenty sixth. That could be fun. Potential NBA Finals preview. Yeah, it's potential. Lakers at Celtics on February seventeenth. That sounds like a blast. Okay. Lakers at Cavaliers, November twenty first. That in all LeBron's honesty return. seems boring. I get it that it's LeBron's return, but he's already returned before. He's returned quite a few times, mm, so it's not it's not as interesting anymore. Pistons at Clippers, January twelfth. I kind of like that. Blake goes home. <laughs> Blake gets to go home. I hope they have his jersey still in the rafters when he goes home. Blake goes home. Um, let's see. Mavs Suns, October seventeenth. Number one versus number two rookie showdown. That's gonna be a horseshit game. Mavs Hawks. Luka Doncic versus Trey Young. Yeah, Trey Young. Because so, no, what I want to see is Mavs versus Nuggets. Mavs Nuggets. Michael Porter's not playing this year, bro. That's true. He's not. He's, he's not. Playing. He's taking the full season off. Boo. Um, Suns and Kings. All right, next year. Suns and Kings play on February tenth. Okay, that's one and two. So of the real games, though, that we talked about, not the rookie games. Like, which one are you most excited for? Uh, that that fucking uh that one right there. Raptors. Raptors. Spurs. Spurs. It's gotta be. And also, I. 
I can't wait for the Spurs to go to Toronto. I think they do later in the season as yeah, well. Yeah, later in the season. Because everyone is going to be like, yeah, for DeMar DeRozan. I bet you DeMar DeRozan is going to win. He'll get a standing ovation. They'll do like the video tribute yeah. and all that shit. Kawhi, they'll be like, it, they'll they'll give you a tribute to Danny Green. Is what they'll <laughs> do when he comes back to the Spurs. They're just, no, you know what they're going to do when he comes back home? It's just going to be a big flash that says, Thank you, yeah. and that's it. It's gonna be over. Yeah. Just like his, just like his, like letter to the Spurs. Did you see that shit? Yeah, it was it's like I've been thinking about this for weeks. The only thing I can think of is thank, is thank you. you. That's what they're gonna do. They're just gonna flash thank you, and they're gonna move back on. They, they, well, they're gonna flash thank you, and then they're gonna. Uh, what if? Oh, what if they're gonna have a GP logo? What <laughs> if instead of flashing thank you, they flashed you're welcome? I like that, that would be I like amazing. That. So petty, but it would be so funny. <laughs> it would be so funny. I also would like if the first first play of the game, Pop call, uh, has them do a hack check on him. <laughs> just just follow him once. Um, Thunder Rockets interest you at all on Christmas Day? Um, I think that could be fun because at that point in time, both teams will be like kind of like at yeah, full in the full swing form. Things, yeah, like not quite half the way. I the almost season, said but... full mass, and I was like, oof. Yeah. Uh, Warriors Rockets on November fifteenth. Interest you at all? I, I don't know. It's it seems less interesting. I mean, that at that point in time, Boogie won't be there, so it'll be a closer game. Sixers Celtics October sixteenth. Any interest there? See, that sounds like a fun game. That seems like a fun game. Uh, two best teams in the East. It's gonna be the yeah. It's gonna be the two best. Well, although I I still think Toronto's gonna f- no. might be up there. No. Nope. I don't know. I mean, they'll be up there, but they're not gonna be top two. It's gonna I, be Boston. It's going to be Philly. It'll be Toronto 3. Toronto 3. And then it'll go from there. Well, like Indiana 4? Probably Indiana. Yeah. Maybe Washington, depending on how their season goes this Maybe year. Maybe the Bucks. Maybe the Bucks. Four or five. The Bucks need a fucking. They need a fucking. They need to, they they need 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 to be a, a top hero. five, finally. Uh, yeah. They need to get past the first round this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, any other games that you're like, super excited about? Lakers Celtics on February 7th? They get you excited at all? Lakers Celtics sounds yeah I, I think that one's fun I think that'll be a lot because Histori- uh, this her- this history behind it's it. now very historical yeah um, well Ice Cube was on Bill Simmons podcast the other day and he was talking about it. he's like Lakers Celtics is it just it comes back like every couple of years ten years or so yeah. it's like you go Will Chamberlain versus Bill Russell mm-hmm. then you got Magic Bird yep. right and that just kind of goes through all the eighties yeah. In the '90s, there wasn't much. I think like the '90s was, you know, the Lakers ran shit. Yeah. Boston was not very good until you got Paul Pierce and Antoine Walker, but those weren't good teams. No, and they didn't compete against. The each big other. one was like Kobe versus right, the big like three. Kobe Gasol versus the big three. They went back, back to back to back finals. Yeah, playing against each other. Or I think there was like one in between there, but nonetheless. And now you got Kyrie and uh, and LeBron, which is pretty fascinating. Yeah, I think I think that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, I think uh, I'm 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 excited for it. Uh, one thing I'm also very excited for is literally any game that I can watch on League Pass because 43 games nationally televised, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, or 42 or some shit. Like, that's more than half of the games. LeBron. Damn. I watch a lot of problems here. Oh, man. Um, last thing I want to talk about today before we wrap up. Um, rumors came out this week mm-hmm. that at the end of the season, Dwayne Wade wants to sign with the Miami Heat. But once the season's over, he's going to retire. And this week... Um, Dwayne Wade came back, said, guys, the rumors are not true. I do not plan on retiring. Fake news. Stop spreading the rumors. Um, but it got me thinking, is it time for Dwayne Wade to retire? I mean, he's getting there too. He's very much, uh, he's, he's 30, I think he's 34, 35, 35 now. One of those two. Somewhere in that range. Yeah. He's getting older 
Um, I always keep forgetting and I'm like amazed that Gabrielle Union is older than him. Yeah, she's incredible. It's wild. But sorry, continue. Yeah, we're going to get distracted. Yeah. Uh, but in any case, like, so if you would ask me this question at the beginning of last season, yeah, I would have said, yeah, it's time. It's over. Uh, when he was with the Cavs, he was terrible. He was out of shape. He goes yep. to Miami. He plays himself into shape, basically. Yeah. Uh, show some, some, you know, flashes. He no, was, no he pun was the reason that they freaking uh, did anything against the Sixers. In that well, series. and that's what I was getting to is like, he looked meh during the season, was cool with coming off the bench, and like destroyed the Sixers in the playoffs. Looked amazing in yeah. the playoffs. Um, like old school D Wade was just like taking it to them. Um, and when you see shit like that, like assuming he takes care of himself during the offseason um, and comes into the season in good health. Yeah. I don't know why he couldn't play another three years. I Especially I could, if he's comfortable I, coming I off the bench. I was going to say maybe like another two, three years. That's exactly what why I was not? thinking. Let him play another three. I don't like, see why not. Play another three years, especially if he's going to. If he Now, here's the thing, though. If he is comfortable adopting that off-the-bench role, that off-the-bench scoring role, mm-hmm. he could redefine his entire career and just, he could, why not play until he's 40? He can get a sixth man of the year. He could be like Vince Carter. Just yeah. like, yo, know your role, come off the bench, do what's best of the team, and you just keep playing in Miami. And then you just live it up in Miami for the rest of your life. You're a fucking king there. They yeah. love you because you won two championships, uh, three championships three. there, right? One one with, with Shaq, Shaq and, and then, then two with Bron. You, you won three championships Bish. there. You got... Wade County, yep. right? You come back after leaving when they did you wrong. You didn't do them wrong. Yeah, they did you, you, you wrong. You come back. You got the comeback story. You play well in the playoffs. You say, yo, I did my part here. It's time for the young kids. I'm coming off the bench. I'm going to be the guy who comes off the bench and like leads the team during the second unit. And you do that for your five more years. Hang out in Miami. Sign some better minimum contracts towards the end. And then you're done. And then you and Gabrielle Union can do house makeover shows. You can finally get that reality show on Vice that you guys yep. always talked about. Yeah. Um, Living the dream. Oh, I'm glad we agree on Dwayne Wade. I think yeah. if he can if he can take hold of that bench role, he's got more years left in his career than and you know uh, what? we previously thought. Same shit for Carmelo. He just needs to understand that. Dwayne Wade understood it. Carmelo yeah. needs to start understanding. The one thing about Dwayne Wade, though, is like Dwayne Wade knows where he can be efficient and where he can't be efficient. Yeah. Carmelo is... He's got irrational confidence. He's got uh, he's got hubris. Mm-hmm. He's oh, got, he a, got lot, a lot of hubris. A lot of hubris about his game. Yeah, which, frankly, is just hurting him. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about today before we wrap up? Um. Did you want to talk East All Stars? Yeah, let's talk East East All Stars. Okay. So well, I mean, because Western All Stars is gonna be fucking wild. Yeah, it's gonna be tough to make. But that Eastern All Stars, let's see. You, you're gonna probably get Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving. So we we basically have we have six spots that are open. Yeah. Six spots are open because those people went to the West. So Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving, Gordon Hayward? Uh it depends. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a hold off okay. on that one just so in let's, case. So let's 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 list people that were on the roster last year. Okay. Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. Kevin Love. Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo. Uh um, Joel Embiid. Giannis. Giannis. And then I think Kawhi's in there. Kyle, oh, oh Kyle Lowry. And Kyle Lowry. Yep. And Kyle Lowry. Those are and, six guys. And Bradley Beal and John Wall. John Wall did not make the roster. Oh last yeah, year. he didn't make it. I'm and sorry. I don't think Kyle Lowry made it last year either. I think he did. He might have. Bradley Beal did. For I know sure. Bradley Beal did. Um, got to put Kristaps in there. He made the roster last year. Yes, but he got hurt. Yes. Um, John Wall. Does Fat John Wall come back to Earth? And uh, <laughs> here's a question I have for you: Who who has a worse impact on their team this year, John Wall or Dwight Howard? 
Ooh, it's gonna be fun watching them try to like shit on their Abs- team absolute together. Absolute train wrecks. Ugh, good. Just absolute train wrecks. Yeah, that doesn't sound like fun. But who do you think? So okay, so we have we have those guys. So there's I think the roster is what eleven. Oh, Goran Dragic. Oh, that's right. And Andre, he was he was a late addition last Andre year. Andre Drummond. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Kemba Drummond. Walker. Does Kemba make the team this year? I don't see why not. Kinda ain't has ain't to, nobody. Right? Yeah, there's nobody there. So it's twelve spots. So you got Kyrie, you got, you got Kyrie, Kevin Love, Victor Oladipo again, Joel Embiid. Uh, Al Horford. I don't think Al Horford makes it this year. Oh, Kyle Lowry did make it. That was right. Yeah. Kyle Lowry. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I don't and think Kyle Lowry makes it next year. I think Kawhi uh, makes it next year. I think Kawhi does. I don't think uh, uh, Kyle does. Uh, Joel Embiid, Giannis, yep. Ben. Simmons? Ben Simmons, yes, Ben Simmons. Um, Gordon, Sorry, I guess randomly just saying Ben yeah, doesn't miss some context. Uh, I'm saying Gordon Hayward's a maybe because I want to see how he comes off that injury. It also depends on like what does that team look like now with Jason Tatum also starting and Jalen Brown also starting. Like, what is what is Gordon Hayward's role now? Yeah, um, is, Chris he playing the, is he playing? The th- he's playing the three on that one. Yeah, I mean positionless basketball, dude. Yeah, I guess they're that's all true. just gonna be like playing the two through four. Basically. They're all they're all just gonna be doing the uh, Harlem Globetrotters like passing and weaving thing. That's what I'm saying. Like so it's just, just it's irrelevant. Really um, Blake Griffin, I think he is a maybe. I'll he, put him at a maybe. He could put up numbers. He could put the numbers. Yeah, that's why he I'm like, put up numbers. I think Andre Drummond does not make the team this year. Yeah. Um, is it in Orlando this year? I have no idea. I want to say because do you think Aaron Gordon would make it as well as trying to bring up? Maybe I don't know. He I did. He had, know. he had a nice season last year. He yeah. had a really nice season last year. I really wanted him to go somewhere else, man. Me too. I wanted him to go to Indiana so bad. When those rumors came out, I was like, "Oh, that's perfect." That would have been so cool. That's so pr- that's oh, perfect. it's Charlotte this year. Oh, that's what it was. Yes. So Charlotte. I think Kemba's definitely. Kemba probably makes it <laughs> unless he gets traded. Yeah. Um, let's see who else. Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? I'm trying to think of other people. Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton make it this year? Oh, I think he could make it. Maybe. If he plays yeah. a full season. Yeah, if he plays a full season. Plays a full season. I scores 20. That. Plays good defense. John Wall make it back? I I don't know. John Wall's a maybe for me. Yeah. Because uh, as he said, he's gotten fat for some reason. He's so fat right now. Yeah, it's wild seeing uh, like that. Zach Levine? No. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think any of the Bulls make it. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. May, maybe, but I don't I don't foresee it. He puts up those numbers. He does put up numbers. He looks nice. Put some numbers. Um, he does put up numbers. I can give him that. Trying to think of other guys on other squads that we're not thinking of in the East. Well, let's go through all of the teams. Got Boston covered. Atlanta ain't gonna have none. Atlanta will have nobody. Uh, the Nets ain't gonna have none. They will have nobody. Uh, we already said the Knicks with Kristaps. Yep. And that's uh, that's if he plays. This that's season. if he plays. Yeah. I mean, like he'll play the season, but he's not gonna play. Like, I, I, it's if he plays like the full season. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Cavs got Kevin Love. That's probably it, right? Yeah, I don't see anybody else. I don't see anybody team. else. J.R. Smith going out of nowhere. I don't know. Um, Pistons. Pistons. I think you like know what Blake? the thing with Blake though. Andre Drummond might kick him out because Andre Drummond. I think they're going to run the offense through Blake. That's why they made that trade. Maybe they're going to run the offense through Blake. Blake's going to get his numbers. I would like to see that. I could see. Okay I could see Blake making the All Star team. Yeah. Um, what other teams are we missing? Charlotte, we already said. Washington, we already said. Indiana, we said. Milwaukee, we said. The Bulls, we said. Pacers. All the depot. Uh, what a, about Miles Turner? I was about, I was literally about to say that, but maybe. I almost said Evan Turner, and maybe I was like, Miles that's Turner? not his name. Miles Turner, maybe. You never know. He might be able to do something. Who else are we missing in the East? 
I don't know if we are missing anybody. We already said the magic. Right? Yep. Miami. Oh, Miami. Dwayne Wade. No, I'm just kidding. No. And I don't think Goran Dragic makes it this year. I don't think he makes it this year either. Um, I don't think, I don't know, Justice Winslow? No, probably not. No, he's not getting the minutes. No. He doesn't have the role that he, uh. That he should have. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think. I think that's it. Let me just look at the roster here and just see if I'm missing any Eastern Conference teams. I always forget somebody. Yeah, uh, I, I, and I feel see. like we are, but I don't think we are actually. Like, do we think Cole, uh, Kyle Lowry makes it back again this year? Uh maybe. He seems to be slowing down. Although he was the best player in the playoffs for them. Yeah. Uh, so if we go through it, it was the Raptors. Yep. Celtics. Yep. Uh, who was the three? Um, Sixers. Sixers. Yeah. Four was the. Cavs, five was the Pacers, six was um, the six Wizards. Was Miami. Miami, seven was the Wizards, eight was, no, seven was the Bucks, eight was the Wizards. Correct. And then Detroit just missed it, then it was Charlotte. Yep. Then it was the Knicks? Yeah, that might be right. I think the Knicks, then the Bulls, then the Nets, then the Magic, then the Hawks. I think that's everything. That sounds right. I'm just trying to see if there's anybody we're missing. Thank you, listeners, for just listening to me rattle off all those teams. Yeah, you got it in that order. Detroit, Charlotte, Knicks, Brooklyn, then Bulls. Brooklyn, then Bulls. That's right. Then Orlando, then Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, It's pretty solid. Bam. Um, Yeah, I think we got just Ultimately, there's a lot of spots open. Yeah. It'd be cool to see Laurie get there. Oh, that'd be great. It'd be amazing to see him get there in a second Yeah. I think um, that'd be so cool. I don't see it though. No, I don't. Not this year. Um, maybe, maybe next year. Cool, man. Anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up today? Um, no, I think I'm good. Cool, man. Sweet, awesome. Well, uh, anything to plug? Oh yeah, you can follow me on uh, on the interwebs on social medias at Nikki Palooza. Um, I have an improv show at the Second City, uh, September. Ooh, 7th and the 14th that's a Friday 8.30pm the DeMatt Theater at the Second City uh, ticket link's coming up soon and also I, I'm i not performing but I'm a, writing, I'm a writer now for this sketch show called Generation Latinx at the IO Theater we like write and perform uh, sketches and uh, also film them and they, they play them out on stage before the improv and the sketch teams go beautiful so that's what I'm a part of now good work buddy yeah uh, per usual make sure you check out Double Yay check out Eat Yay Love um, Yay I started a podcast has been here and there we'll get back to it when I have some mental space uh, available to edit um, yeah make sure you get the podcast a, a five star rating and review a, a, the podcast on iTunes TuneIn Stitcher wherever you find your podcast uh, would help us greatly if you give us some love um yeah, you can follow me at J underscore Kilo on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow MBA on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at MBA Pod. Um, yeah, well, for Nikki, for Jay, this has been MBA. We're out. Bye.